Hey there, thank you for joining me on the One Organized Mama podcast. My name is Janelle and I am One Organized Mama. In this episode, I'm going to be focusing on the next step of the series I'm doing about planning your week. So I had promised to drop an episode every Sunday. So here I am. I've I've stuck to my promise. But last week we did, uh, we focused on brainstorming. This week is going to be about prioritization. Now, if you're new to the podcast um, and you're not quite sure what I'm talking about, here's just a little summary. I like to teach a time management-based system when it comes to organizing your life. I'm a big believer in how you manage your time is really vital and important to how you manage all of the different areas of our lives. So let's talk about seasons of life for just a quick moment. I have a lot of listeners out there that are in a lot of different seasons of life. I have empty nesters. I have a lot of listeners that don't have children. I have a lot of listeners that have small, young children. They're growing their family. They're in that season of life. I have listeners who are raising their family. They've had all the children they're going to have, and now they're focused on raising their family. And also, you could be like me, where you're straddling sort of two different seasons of your life. You have I have one season where of my three children, two have left the nest, and I still have one left at home. Now, I also want to just point out that it's actually really important for people to understand that there's not really such thing as like life balance. Now, I talk about what I call time buckets, and these are all of the different areas of our lives where we are required to divide our time between. So we have work, we have family, we have our, you know, home to take care of, physical and health to take care of, financial life, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so what I teach is let's take a step back. Let's take like a bird's eye view of all of the different things that we need to do in our life and let's get a handle on them. And I also think it's important to note this. There, it's very uncommon. In fact, it's probably more common than not for you to be doing a rock star, outstanding job in one or a few areas of your life, while a few other areas kind of fall by the wayside or might be dumpster fires. I mean, we've all experienced that, right? So we're like, yeah, we're rocking it in this area. But then over here, we're kind of like shielding the public, like, don't look over here. You know, don't we even have those areas in our home where we're like, yes, welcome to my beautifully clean and pleasant smelling home that looks so pretty and organized, but don't open that closet. Don't open those cabinets over there. So we all have those areas. And, um, and that's completely normal. I I'm sorry, I just never believe anybody who's like, everything in my home is perfect. I have all the perfect relationships. I'm exactly where I want to be financially. I'm exactly where I want to be at work. I mean, if you are, why are you listening to this podcast, I guess? Um, But I'm just here for those of you out there that are like me, that are like, 
hey, sometimes I'm like a rock star in a few areas and other times, again, dumpster fire in others. Again, completely normal. And even I'm, I'm, I'm being a little hyperbolic here, but it doesn't have to be so dramatic either. Sometimes I'm just like, I'm doing pretty okay over here, but I'm not so sure about this area or that area, or I feel like I'm kind of falling behind a little bit. So I, I don't mean to be so, to exaggerate so much, but you get what I'm saying. So again, <clears throat> my whole thing is let's take control of some of our time. Let's manage our time. And then that will help us get all of these different areas of our life, some attention that's needed. Perhaps there's a few areas, again, very common that we're like kind of hyper focusing on. And again, that has a lot to do with the season that we're in. So for instance, for my listeners out there that perhaps maybe don't have children, perhaps you're in the the area with work, like work is your focus, your friends, your social and hobby. Those are your focus. That's where a lot of your time goes. Nothing wrong with that. That's phenomenal. But perhaps that there are some areas, <clears throat> maybe financial or maybe family or different areas where you're like, you know, I probably could put a little bit more time and attention to. Same goes with those who are like straddling different um, seasons of our life. So I'm like two thirds of an empty nester with one third of still raising a family. And so I'm straddling sort of these two seasons in life where um, I'm, I'm just trying to figure it all out. I'm like, you know, making sure the the two that I've launched from my nest are being productive citizens out there. Are they happy? Are, do they have the support that they need while also raising my middle schooler who's, you know, going through middle school stuff. And um, and so, yeah, so there's a lot of focus still on my family bucket. So I'm, I'm, my family takes up a lot of time. What I don't have a tremendous time amount of time for in my life right now, because I have so much of that, I work is very important to me, is my social hobby. So and that's even shifted. <clears throat> I have found that friends have um, become less important. And it's more about so it's less about the social and more about the hobby aspect of that. So I'm focusing on when I do have time, what's making me really happy is focusing on the hobbies and not worrying so much about the social. So I've even had a little bit of that shift happen over the past couple of years of my life. I mean, I still have friends. But my friends now need to be the sort of people that are like, hey, you're busy, I'm busy. Let's have zero expectations on each other whatsoever. Let's just how like if we don't talk for three months, it's cool. If we don't return each other's messages, text messages, it's okay. Like zero expectations on each other because we're both in super busy seasons of our life. So those are the type of friends like super low maintenance friends, those are the people that are standouts in my life right now, as far as my social life goes. Anyone that takes any more energy from me, they just they just don't have a seat at the table at this moment. And again, it's because I put so much of my time and focus into family and into my work buckets. So and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. 
All right. <clears throat> so the way the series works is that I'm getting at, at each episode, I'm just going to give a quick, quick little recap. So I did go into a little bit more in depth on the first one on brainstorming. And I decided I'm going to give you guys a timestamp. Last week, I gave you three. I got a little stressed out about that. And when I'm doing the notes, I've noticed with uh, Spotify for podcasters, it, it looks a little messy. So I, I can't figure it out. I'm having per usual technical difficulties on, on, on the back end of this. So what I've decided to do is if you're just like, oh my God, I can't hear her recap <laughs> this again, just get to the area of focus. Fine. You're, you're, you've been heard. I understand. So in each episode, I'm just going to put in the show notes area of focus and the timestamp. So when I get to that, you can just fast forward and start there and hear what I have to say about the area of focus for that week. So you don't have to hear me do a recap every single week. I don't want anybody like wanting to poke their their eyeball out or anything hearing me drone on about the same thing every single week. But I want those of you who are getting familiarized with this process to know exactly where we are and to just be reminded and prompted along. <clears throat> All right, deal? Deal. Okay. So if you are um, following along with the Facebook forms, guys, there, uh, if you've looked through your Facebook notifications, so if you signed up to be a member of the, the community, then there is a notification in your Facebook to accept an invitation to the One Organized Mama listener. So it's a member-only uh, uh, Facebook group. It's the one that's $9 a month. You can join by clicking the link, the Buy Me a Coffee link in the show notes, or just send me an email. Um, happy to help you guys set it up that way. But it's as simple as just accepting the invitation um, when I send it to you. can't find the group through a search. It's uh, private and secret and has all of those controls on it very purposefully. I just want it to be like a safe place where people can share, connect, grow, and um, without, you know, having those, I have no desire to grow it for the public and have, you know, people join in that are not invested in it. So, so that's why I have it set that way. But once you go and you accept the invitation for the Facebook group, so I have several invitations out there pending, still waiting for you guys to hit that accept. Go in, do an introductory post for yourself, and then go over, if you see in files, click on files, and then you can download PDFs. So I, any PDFs that I have that I've used in the past with clients, they're all available to you guys for free as a part of being members of that group. So I have these time management ones, so brainstorming, prioritizing, planning. You can certainly follow along with just simply a notebook and a pen. I recommend that you have a designated notebook. Um, it's not one that you're using for everything else, but one that's designated for this process. But these pages, these printables that I've created years ago are really great. Um, there's a lot of prompts on them. And so I highly recommend them if you want to um, follow along that way. You can use a printable or you can just, again, use a notebook and pen and paper 
to follow along. So again, forms in the community Facebook group. All right, let's talk about the process that I teach, brainstorm prioritizing planning. Brainstorming is getting everything out of your head. This is a practice that, you know, I think should be done at least once a month. I probably do this, I would say on average, I probably do it twice a month, to be honest, just because I sort of, I'll go through and then life changes or I'm like, wow, I'm really not getting that done at all. So I'm not going to worry about it. And I like to kind of stay, how do I say this? I like to not get too bogged down with guilt of like, oh, I know I put that thing on like three weeks ago and I haven't done anything about it. I don't like to get bogged down with guilt. So I'm like, okay, that's obviously, I don't have time for that right now. It's not a priority to me. So I'll kind of redo my brainstorming list. Not something that you need to get super, you know, you don't, I don't want you overthinking this. So just simply write brainstorming. I like to put a date on my on my pages because I kind of can go back and this is great, great motivational tool. So if you say get three months in and you're just feeling like, ugh, have I done anything? Have I made progress? I like to especially go back and look at my brainstorming pages. I was like, oh my gosh, I've actually made some of this stuff work. I've actually, I've actually conquered some of this. I've accomplished it. And it's a great tool just to help with motivation. Like, look, I wrote this down six weeks ago and I've, I got it done. Look at me, pat myself on the back. Um, so anyway, so brainstorming, getting it out of your head and onto paper. Listen to last, last week's episode if you need more on that. Prioritizing. I'm going to get in depth into that in this episode, but this is where you're looking at all of that stuff that came out of your head and is onto paper and you're determining what's most important. And then planning. That's going to be next week's episode. I'll dive deep on that where you get into the habit of planning every single day. And I know some of you are like, oh my gosh, I'm going to become one of these robotic people that's like, it's 7.53, I need to go brush my teeth. No, nope, couldn't be further from the truth. Just stick with me, keep listening. All right, so as you go through this process, brainstorming, prioritizing, planning, I have what I call our time buckets. And again, I kind of talked about these earlier. These are all of the different areas of our life that demand our time. So I like buckets. I'm an organizer. So I like to think about like dividing your time into different buckets in your life, just like you would different containers in your home. And so, you know, for instance, work, maybe you work an eight hour day. So eight hours of your time goes into your work bucket. You have a family, perhaps there are things that you need to do. So the way that the pages work is that on the prioritization pages, the prompts, there's uh, uh, six spaces to write down all of the, for the different buckets. Now, there are seven time buckets. Are you going to get to all seven buckets every day? No, not likely. Usually it's like three to five. Like we have to take care of home. We have to take care of work and we have to take care of family. Those are usually the top three. And maybe sometimes we can squeeze in, you know, a workout. We can squeeze in whatever, different things, sitting down, paying the bills, 
working on our budget, spending time with friends, um, and it just depends. So on the daily planning, and again, I'll get into that a little bit more in depth next week, but I don't have you have something for every single bucket on your list. Um, and I, But I do encourage, there's one that I do encourage you to do every single day because you can do it in like five minutes and that's focusing on quiet time. That is stepping away from all electronics. If you want some music, that's fine. Um, but it's not scrolling. I don't want someone carrying their phone in their hand. If you just need to like put some music on in the background, if you need to go for a walk, if you need to just, I don't know, sit and cuddle with your dog for five minutes, whatever it is, just kind of decompress, walk away, get in the practice of just walking away from everything and just having your brain just like, ha, have a moment, have some peace. Um, so that's a practice that I do encourage everyone. If you can just get in five minutes a day of that, that's ideal. Ideally, if you can do about 20, that's even better. That's awesome. So if you can just do like a 20 minute quiet walk around the neighborhood, I I try to do that as much as I can't take my dog with me. Um, I can't say (laughs) he makes it super peaceful, but I will say it's just nice to like, leave my phone at home and go and just kind of wander around the block for 20 minutes with him and, and just kind of let my brain just kind of, like I said, decompress. So that is the one bucket I do encourage everyone to incorporate on a daily basis. Um, making a quick note for myself here. Um, okay. So That being said, let's get into this week's area of focus. And this week's area of focus is prioritizing. So let's talk about that. If you followed along, which I hope you have if you're listening to this, last week or whenever you listened, you went through the practice, you found a quiet place, you took a few minutes, you put your phone down <clears throat> and you just wrote down brainstorming and you wrote down the day and then you just thought of all of this stuff. What is all the stuff that I need to do, want to do? What are my dreams? You got everything out of your head and onto paper. And this is really only for you, for your practice. because And the reason I say that is because I really want you to even get the stuff out of your head that you've been thinking about. Maybe stuff that you're like, it's a little embarrassing Um, I, I don't want to share it with anybody. You don't have to share it with anybody. Get it out of your head and onto paper. So you've written those things down. Now I want you to revisit that list and let's start picking out the priorities. So let's go through and simply either highlight. So take a highlighter or just take a pen and go through and just circle Circle the different areas that are the most important to you. So perhaps they're like different tasks, they're goals or stuff that you need to do. There are things that are going to instantly jump out at you like, I have to get this done. Must get this done. This is a priority. Circle it, highlight it. Now, I want you to just, again, with if you're using the, the, uh, the planning, the, the time management pages, This will definitely help you out, but I want you to take a look at all of the different areas of your life. So look at your different time buckets, family, physical and health, work, 
quiet time, financial, home, social, and hobby? Do you have something in at least one of the buckets? So if you don't know what I'm talking about, let's, I'm going to give you some examples. So again, you're going to circle some of those things that are like jumping out at you. A lot of times for us, the one of the first things that jumps out at me all the time is work. So I'm like, okay, got the work bucket covered. The next thing is almost always or equal or sometimes before work is family. Like there are always things that I need to do for the family or with the family. Number three is usually home. It's like, hey, I'm going to get in there. I need that garage is screaming at me. I need to get in there and give it some attention. So I'm going to circle organized garage. Um, But look at the other areas. Do you have anything for quiet time? Like what can you do to decompress on a daily basis? Perhaps write it down. You're like, hey, she just mentioned taking the dog for a walk on a daily basis. I can do that. I can steal away for you know, less than 20 minutes and just go walk the dog. Or perhaps it may be starting a meditative practice is something that you've always wanted wanted to do, but you're not the quote unquote meditation type. So you don't really want to tell anybody it's a little embarrassing. Well, guess what? You don't have to. It's all this, this whole thing is between you and what you've written down on that piece of paper. Hide your notebook if you want to. It doesn't matter. But I want you to write it down. And this is a time to start this. I want you to realize there is something, there's a reason that these things are in your head because of their their importance, or there's something that's just sort of nudging you in this direction. Again, go through and all of the different areas of your life. Perhaps you have a dear friend that you really have kind of felt a little distance from, and it's someone that's very important in your life. But so write down their name, circle it. That's a priority to you. So go through all of the different areas um, and you're going to see sort of a trend happen. And this is, again, very normal. You're probably going to see there are certain areas of your life that really stand out. Like, again, for me, it's always work, family, work and family. Those are always the two. I'll even like push home stuff to the back burner forever. But work and family, that's just the season that I'm in. It's probably the longest season. It's probably very common, these two buckets for most people, work and family. And so um, those are always going to kind of be stand out to me. But I'm going to take a look. And again, if there's an area where I'm like, you know, I, uh, for me, the one that's always like, eh, is like physical and health. And so I'm like, okay, I don't have to, I don't have to like, you know, join a, you know, some kind of like, (laughs) what what am I trying to say? Like, I don't have to like run a marathon. I don't have to like bite off more than I can chew in this bucket. But I'm like, you know, hey, look, I can walk the dog and get some quiet time. And that kind of fulfills two buckets there. So I'm going to, that's good enough. That's something that I need. So sometimes I'll have those times where that's just where I'm at in life. That's okay. And some of these things can go into two different buckets. That's absolutely fine. So I'm going to kind of pat myself on the back there because I've made that happen. Again, financial is another one. If we don't take care of some of these areas of our life, they start to scream at us. 
and I'm in the practice and I have been for many years um, with finances is that when I'm drinking my cup of coffee in the morning, I kind of go in, check the bank account, make sure like, did everything get paid? Is are we, are we caught up on everything? And it's become so habitual that I actually will do it even like if I'm on vacation um, or whatever, if we're, I'm driving in the car and having my coffee and, you know, if I get to the place, I'll kind of early, I'll sit in the parking lot, go on. Did everybody, does everything look like it's good? Did everybody get paid? Am I sitting good? And I'll literally do this for the first few minutes of my morning. And it's become such a ritual and a habit that I can't not do it. Um, and if I, get too long into my morning and I haven't done it yet, it feels like something is off. So that's a great thing about habits. They kind of nudge us to make sure we get back on track. So you have gone through your brainstorming list. Hopefully you've had a little fun. You've, you've kind of challenged yourself. You've given yourself a little bit of goosebumps and you've gone through and you've circled or highlighted all of those different things that are important to you. So Let's take those and let's break them down into goals. Okay, Janelle, how do we do this? Here's what I want you to do. I'm going to give you some examples of the goals that I'm currently currently working on in my own life and give you some real-time examples of how I'm doing this. Garage. We moved into our new house um, over the spring and <clears throat> we just, our garage is not like... It's not messy. It's it's just kind of like we moved into the house and it's that stuff like, okay, where am I going to put this? Or um, what am I going to do with this? It's important. I definitely need it. But we've been in the house for a few months and I haven't found a home for it yet. So there's just kind of that stuff sitting out there. And so what I am focusing on, and this is over the course of, I'm probably going to get this done over the course of two weeks to be real, if I'm being really realistic and honest. So we had a Halloween thing in our neighborhood, like a Halloween hayride thing in our neighborhood. And I was like, oh, perfect. I'm going to go out there waiting for the hayride to hand out candy and have my garage open. And I'm just going to focus on step one, declutter and sort. So I'm just going to go through, start at one point and then just pull out stuff like random stuff. Like we had kept some luggage because we were doing so much moving the past few years. And I realized we kept the luggage to help move stuff, but then the wheels were broken. So it's not really feasible to take it on a trip because it'll just be a pain but we kept it because it was a good container to um, move stuff, but it's still in pretty good condition. So I think I'm going to find a great organization to donate to. So I kind of went through, well, guess what happened? <laughs> I did end up putting a few things in the back of my car to take to donation sites. And then my neighbors came over and then that, that was the end of the declutter session. So that happens real life. That happens to all of us. So I went through, I didn't get as far along in my process as I, as I meant to, but I got through at least the luggage. My husband and I kind of went through, we figured out what do we actually use? What can we keep? Let's pare this down, the section down a little bit. Um, again, loaded the items to, for a donation that we were going to use, got interrupted. It's okay. I, I kind of know I ticked. I know where I started. At least I've made some progress in the garage. 
in that area. I'm not going to beat myself up about it. I probably spent ah, max 15 minutes on it before neighbors came over to chit chat. And then we stood outside and chit chatted for an hour and a half with them. So real time, this, this is real life. This is really happening. So, but now I know where to start off from. So when I go back out there throughout my week, when I'm like, okay, I have, you know, 15, 20 minutes, I'm going to go work on the garage a bit. I know where I left off and where I'm going to continue on. Um, work. So <laughs> this past week has been a doozy. So I decided recently to switch brokerages in Georgia, and that kind of took a lot, a lot of brain power, a lot of stress, a lot of talking to my mentors in that area of my career, a lot of questions, a lot of brainstorming. Um, there was an interview process that happened on their end and my end. And so there was a lot to prepare for. So I did for my work bucket because I was making a change at work. I wanted a different direction. I had to really do some thorough brainstorming because I feel like I found what I want. And you know that feeling where you're like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm, faced with I put with what I had asked for. And now I'm like, wait, do I really want this? Um, and you kind of had that like panic moment, like, wait, what am I doing? That's kind of what I've gone through recently when it has come to work. I wasn't I didn't feel like I was the right fit where I was at. I needed something a little bit different. Did some research, talked to a lot of people, did a lot of brainstorming. And lo and behold, it was presented to me. And so when I met with that, I was like, you know, super excited. And then I had like that panic. So, you know, when you're making a change, that's actually very common where you're like, I'm excited, but then what if, you know, let me, let me completely overthink this, overanalyze this and freak myself the hell out. So that's kind of what I went through. But again, since I'm in the practice of sort of writing things down and, and, and this is uh, for those of you that are in manifest state, like believe in like manifesting and that type of thing. This is kind of, you know, one of those practices that are, are taught. I, I'm, I don't a hundred percent follow that just because it's, it's just not my cup of tea necessarily, but I do see that if you write stuff down and you work towards it and you're putting it in your, there's a part of the brain, reticular formation, who, if somebody is out there and they know what I'm talking about, I think it's like the reticular formation or something. (laughs) I took anatomy like a hundred years ago. I should know this. But anyway, there's a part of the brain that happens. Like for instance, have you ever gone car shopping? So like you have, you want to get like, I don't know, what's a car, Honda Accord. So if you're like, yeah, I think I'm going to get a Honda Accord. So you start going and you start noticing that, my gosh, look at how many people drive Honda Accords. That's a part of the brain that when you start researching something or doing something, you start seeing like Honda Accords everywhere. Like you don't, you didn't realize the guy down the street drives a Honda Accord. The same thing happens when you write stuff down with this. So again, this isn't like magical (laughs) or anything, although sometimes it does feel like it. But I was just going through and I was like, hey, I'm just not feeling like I'm finding traction where I'm at. I need something different. I went through the practice of writing it down. 
that prompted me to start talking to people. So like I said, I have a lot of friends in the real estate industry. I um, I talked to them, asked for their guidance, their advice. And then by doing that, connections started to be made, even social connections. And so it just so happened to be funny that or it's funny that as I was talking to someone at lunch about this, this particular person just happened to walk in. It was kind of funny how it worked. And she said, oh my gosh, this is who I was just talking to. Let me make an introduction. And so I was introduced to somebody who then helped kind of guide me on this change I needed in work. And that is a really long-winded way of saying, if you write it down, it becomes your focus and things start to happen. It reminds you to talk to people. It just things kind of line up to help guide you on whether this is the right choice for you or not. So with work, if this is something that maybe you're needing a change, start writing it down. Do a separate little section and just focus on work brainstorming. What do you want? Uh, What are you not happy with? Do a pros and cons. Whatever it is, get it out of your head and onto paper. And then start to take those and then and then start to figure out what do I need to do. So for instance, I had very specific goals. There were certain types of um, properties that I wanted to work with in real estate. I wrote that down. And then I just started researching those types of properties. And then from there, it kind of snowballed into a conversation with somebody to an which led to an introduction to somebody. It didn't happen by magic. I was doing the work. So that's what I'm saying. So write it down and then start to break it down into smaller goals. Perhaps an easier way for you guys to understand this, like I remember when I worked my uh, prior nine to five type of job, there was a specific position that I wanted for that employer. I had my eyes set. I'm like, that's the job that I want if I'm going to work here. So there were a series of steps that I had to take in order to test for that position. And as side note, as luck would have it, I tested, I made it, I was assigned and then budget cuts came and then the position was cut like, like weeks before I was to start it. So sometimes that happens. It's okay it happens to all of us. So I'm not saying, I don't want to say that to discourage you either. But sometimes, you know, what we learned in that process can be applied to something else. So I, now that I have enough time between that, and I remember, I mean, I didn't get out of my pajamas for like three days. I was bummed because I was like, oh my gosh, I did everything I was supposed to do. And like, I pretty much, I had a start date. And then (laughs) as soon as I had the start date, budget cuts came and I was like, and the position was, um, I don't know, removed, demolished. It was what my feeling was. And, um, and it's okay, but you know what? I learned a lot through the process. So even if things don't completely work out exactly how you think it's okay, gave you an example of some, how it does, but I've had plenty of examples in my life where how it didn't, but that's okay. Sometimes it's about the journey and what you learn along the way. But that being said, perhaps there is that position and there are certain things that you need to do. Maybe it's a, uh, you know, test taking process. Perhaps it's a training process. Perhaps it's going back to school or continuing education. Write those things down. 
those steps that you need to take and start making them, turning them into goals. Another area of my life is hobby. I just told you guys, social hobby. Not so much on the social end, just because, I don't know, I'm in that stage of life where friends feel like a lot of work. And um, I love my friends. I do. So if any of my friends are listening, nothing, nothing personal. And I know some of you that are listening are like, girl, I hear you. And you're in the same boat too, where we're just like, I love this person because they just have no expectations on me. That's where I'm at. But I, I work really, really hard in my life. My husband and I do, both do, and um, we want to do something for fun, and my fun is about my hobby, and my biggest hobby in life is travel, travel, and so I, um, and again, and I'm on that cusp of two different seasons. I'm two-thirds of an empty nester, one-third still raising my little one. And um, so I have a little bit more time. This can be a little bit more of a focus. So I did a whole new brainstorming section of my uh, brainstorming process focused only on travel because my 12-year-old is at a phenomenal age to really start going on some cool trips with us. And also, I realize this. In fact, I realized this last night because I was doing some trips, um, some trip planning yesterday. I, when I was 18 years old, I was sitting in a doctor's office and I saw the cover of this magazine and it was the most beautiful lake I had ever seen. I was like, there's no way that's real. It must be in like Antarctica or something. So I picked up the magazine. I started reading the article and it was all about Banff, Banff National Park up in Canada. And as I I was just enthralled, enthralled in this article. And as I was reading, I was like, I'm going to go here. I am going to visit this place at some point in my life. And as I sat there, that's when the seed was planted that I should make it a goal to see one new place that I've never seen for every year that I'm alive. And that started at the age of 18. Well, guys, I am here at age 47, and I'm telling you, I have accomplished that. And I'm not saying I, you know, everything's exotic or whatever. It is even if it's a national park near my house, if it is a war memorial, if it is, I mean, whatever. I mean, some, I have traveled quite a bit. That is my thing. That's really one of the biggest drivers of why I work as hard as I do is because it is so important to me. Well, back to this Banff trip. So the, uh, the, the funniest thing occurred to me last night. So my um, 12-year-old has an opportunity to go to Oregon to a fish camp next summer. So my husband and I are like, oh, this is an ideal time. We'll take a little trip while he's um, with our, you know, our uh, family members that have invited him on this really cool trip that he's been dying to go on forever. And so we're like, well, where should we go? And we don't want to go like too far away, but we want to go somewhere cool and um so I was doing some brainstorming and researching last night, and then I was like, Banff, let's go to Banff. And so I was like, I've always wanted to go there. So I started researching it, and then 
you know, kind of bringing my husband in and um, I was like, we'll do that. And then we'll drive over, we'll drive, we'll go to um, Northwest, Wa- Northwest Washington. And then I was like, oh, I can show you where we lived, where when I lived in Bremerton, Washington, I'll show you, I'll show you what my little apartment was like when I lived there. And, um, and then as I'm researching, I was like, oh, and then we'll drive down to Oregon and pick up our son and then all fly home together. So he's like, all right, cool. And then as I was sitting there and I was doing research and I, I mean, right now YouTube is my thing. You guys should see how I research a trip. It's crazy. I'm like, I, I super geek out about it. Um, but anyway, so I'm like doing my research, taking my notes, mapping. I have like several, I have like maps on my computer, my phone. I'm like mapping everything out. I'm like trying to calculate how many days, like, I mean, I dive in deep on a trip and it struck me if when, when we do this in July of next year, which is going to be July, 2024, it will be exactly 30 years since I read that article and took my first trip to Northwest Washington in Vancouver, because we're going to go down through Vancouver and then down into Washington and such. Um, and it, I was stopped in my tracks. I was like, how weird that I just, I mean, granted, again, it's not like, I mean, obviously, this has been somewhere in my mind. It's not just, you know, again, it's not magical. But 30 years later from when I made that promise to myself and that I went in July of 1994, I went to Seattle and did a trip up there. That was my, with my then boyfriend who was, is now my ex-husband, but I had gone to visit him and we went, you know, we traveled through Seattle and Vancouver, had a really cool summer, July of 1994. And then fast forward to July of 2024, here I am revisiting. Cause I haven't been back there since 1995. So, but that was my very first trip. That was the very first thing that I said, you know what? I was 18 years old. I worked two jobs that summer and I, (laughs) craziest thing. And I actually, and then I ended up moving up there. I got a job with Horizon Air after I graduated high school. And I, I, that's where it all began. So I'm kind of going back to that. So it kind of struck me a lot. I was like, wow, 30 years since I saw that article about Banff National Park. And here I am contemplating and planning a trip. So now the trip has to happen. So that's just an idea of when it comes to hobby. Have fun. Have fun with this process. It doesn't have to be so dry. That's why I'm saying it doesn't have to be like, it's 7.53 a.m. time to brush my teeth. It's 7.55, wash my face. That is not what I'm talking about when it comes to time management. Have fun. Write this stuff down. Get this stuff out of your head. Get it onto paper. Put it into action. Make it into goals. All right. Um, And the other bucket that I have as one that's, again, very important to most of us is family. Different generations especially. But my primary focus is still on my kids. Again, two of my, ki- two of my three kiddos have left. Um, I live <clears throat> really close to one, my oldest. Um, so connecting with him, connecting with your older children, super awesome. A lot of fun. I love this season. It was a season I dreaded for so long when I wouldn't have 
my kiddos under one roof all together. But you know what? It's magical. It really is. It's such a fun season when you connect with your adult children. Um, and I'm having a blast. And especially my daughter. My daughter and I are so similar. So when we're together, our heads butt. But it's like we know it. We're like, why are we angry with each other? Why are we irritating each other? And we can now both just laugh about it. I was like, you know, and I'll just tell her. I'll be like, girl, you are irritating the life out of me right now. And she's like, you know what? You're kind of irritating me too. And we just kind of have fun. And, you know, we, we we're learning not to take it so personally. So our our relationship has grown and bonded. And then, like I said, I have this hilarious kid. Our youngest is like a very typical younger kid. Our youngest child, he's kind of just funny. Um, at least I think he's funny. His siblings don't always think he's that funny, but I think he's hilarious. We, My husband and I joke that he's like, he's like a 68 year old man trapped inside of a 12 year old's body because he is like <laughs> into astronomy, fishing and baseball. Those are his three passions in life. But then he'll super geek out on like, just the most random stuff. Like he, he's just like a little walking encyclopedia and stuff. And sometimes it's a little too intense. I'm like, dude, can I just, he'll want to talk about like, something going on in the world at the moment. I'm like, can I just like enjoy my Starbucks and not have to talk about like impending World War Three? So anyway, but really enjoying him and focusing on spending time with him. So again, take your priorities, the things that are important to you, break them down into small goals. Next week, I'm going to focus on how to incorporate those goals into daily planning, to your daily life, making those things happen, making that needle move in some of those areas of your life. So stay tuned for that. Now, I want to end the episode with a contest. So for this is for members. So if you're part of the um, membership or the community, if you've joined as a member and you're part of the community, um. I want to ask you what area, so if you just do a post and the first person to do this post will get a $20, either Starbucks or Amazon, you choose gift card. And what area, so what time bucket is your, is like your top, you're, you're a rock star. And what is the one that you plan to work on a little bit more, plan to, to focus on? Put that as a post in the Facebook group. And again, the first person that does that, I will give you a $20 um, gift certificate to your choice of either Starbucks or Amazon, or if there's something else out there, that's totally fine. But I want to make this fun, interactive, and I want those of you who um, I've sent, who've paid for the membership to get you over. um, And again, if you don't have the notification, just shoot me an email And I'll make sure to resend you the notification to get into the Facebook group. So I hope you've enjoyed. And if you have any questions about this series, feel free to shoot them to me at oneorganizedmom at gmail.com. I'll just kind of direct you, but I'll probably encourage you. um, A lot of my focus is is about the members. So I probably encourage you to join as a member. And that way we can have the discussion in the group and help each other along on our goals. So have a wonderful week out there and see you next time.